Hello, hello, my lovely Coming Out Late community. I hope this episode finds you growing and showing like nobody's business. That's right, I said showing. Showing yourself that you are a strong person. You are a badass. Showing yourself that, yes, thank you, Glennon, you can do hard things. Showing yourself that you can put yourself first and not be a selfish person. Show yourself that you matter. So welcome, welcome. In case you weren't sure, you are listening to the Coming Out Late podcast, and I am Robin, your host. In addition to this podcast, I also offer and make available to you even more support in the form of two gay women support groups that we hold in Zoom. One is called Women Helping Women and takes place each and every Tuesday afternoon at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the other support group is called Women Loving Women, which takes place every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're both the same types of groups, only the day of the week and the time of the day are different, and I highly recommend you get your booty into one or both of those groups because they are such warm, welcoming, socially gratifying, and emotionally affirming places to be. You'll be surrounded by other like-minded people, people that are assigned female at birth, but who identify as whatever they wish to identify as. The Zoom ID and the passwords for those two support groups are always promoted in my two Facebook groups each and every week. Speaking of Facebook, I do also have two Facebook groups for daily ongoing support. One is called Coming Out Late, which is shown with two women wearing rainbow flags and holding hands. And the other is called Coming Out Late Community, showing a small stack of books on a shelf. And if you're already a member of one or both of those groups, then you'll see support group announcements in there, as I mentioned. Information about how to join the Facebook groups or the support groups are always available in the show notes for this Coming Out Late podcast, and or you can email me at comingoutlater at gmail.com. If you choose to request to join either or both of the Facebook groups, you must, 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 must answer all of the questions. It's not a difficult test. You know all of the answers. And if you do not answer all of the questions, your request to join will be declined. And then you can go back in, reapply, and answer all the questions. It is that simple. Take advantage of all this support because not only are they great sources of information, opportunities to feel seen and heard, opportunities to make new friends, learn new things, discover new resources, a place to chat with other like-minded women, a place to get feedback. No matter what, we're there for you. And soon, very soon, most of these support services, if not all of them, will be only offered in my private Coming Out Late Community subscription membership, probably by the end of the summer. So get it all now while it's free. And speaking of all this awesome free support that I offer, if you are loving this podcast and or have attended any of the Coming Out Late support groups or use the Facebook groups, feel free to show me a little loving and a little nod of appreciation and support by buying me a coffee. It's not a real cup of coffee. It's a virtual cup of coffee. It's a donation, if you will. And all you have to do is go to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Robin Douglas, R-O-B-I-N, 
D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S. And thank you to all of you who have already bought me virtual donation coffees. I really, really appreciate you, and I appreciate your support. So thank you. Woo! That was a lot for you to digest. Okay, so what are we covering in this week's episode of Coming Out Late? Well, I am going to read to you, with full permission from all the parties involved, a social media post from a woman who has recently come out to herself, as in like last December only, and she, like me, had no idea she repressed her feelings for a long, long time until, well, until she didn't. She has since come out to her husband, came out to her parents, but feels really, really stuck and stalled in this state of sadness, limbo, and not knowing what to do next. She feels like she's really, really in a dark place. Anyone, any of us going through this upending, disorienting period of transformation and growth knows and can relate to at least some portion of her story and knows how dark, sad, and lonely it can feel at times. So I cannot wait to share with you not only the author's original post, but equally important, the outpouring of support and suggestions she has received. Sometimes in the mere act of sharing our stories, healing can occur and be had by all, not just the woman telling her story, but the women who come to her support and offer empathy. And we too, the listeners who absorb these messages, can also reap in the healing as well. But first, let's allow Ms. Jaslyn Edgar to take us in with her song, Shine, shall we? And I will see you on the other side of this song. You, you've been hiding in the shadows way too long. You, always thought that you were weak, but babe, you're wrong. Yeah, you better step into the light, just give it a try Think that it's time you let that spark out You've been hiding in the shadows way too long Hey, welcome to the Coming Out Late Podcast. I'm Robin, your host, and I'm a late bloomer just like you. We are a part of a rapidly growing, lesser known, or even talked about subset of the queer community. We're a tribe, if you will. And if you're anything like me, when I came out, I was confused, scared. I felt like I was going crazy and I felt all alone and had nobody to talk to. Not to worry, you've come to the right place. In the Coming Out Late podcast, you'll hear real, raw, and relatable Coming Out Late stories. You'll be inspired, informed, and educated, and you'll definitely feel supported. And you can stop feeling like you're living someone else's life and start living your own. So welcome. You have found your tribe. And welcome to the Coming Out Late podcast. All right, all right. We are back together. Thank you, Jaslyn Edgar. So we are going to hear about one woman's struggle who is currently in the early stages of the messy middle and is asking, now what? What are my next steps? I can't go on living like I'm currently feeling. So here we go. I'll read to you the author's post. Maybe I'll make a few comments. And then I will read to you the outpouring of love and support she received from our community. Okay. Here goes. 
I feel so incredibly stuck. It's taking me to a really, really dark place. I've been married to my husband for seven years, together for 16. We have two kids, five and two. I finally realized in December last year that I am gay. I've been happy all my life. Repressing those feelings sure worked well for a long time, until they exploded. I've come out to my husband, heartbroken but respectful, parents, not supportive at all, and some great friends. I just don't know what on earth to do next. I am so incredibly unhappy, I feel like I'm dying the whole time. And it's taking its toll. I feel like I'm being the worst mother ever as I'm finding I am more often than not so sad. But I also feel like we can't separate, as in living apart, as I don't think I can afford it on my part-time wage, and I feel my youngest is still too young. Any advice on navigating the next steps would be greatly appreciated. The thought of living like this for years makes me not want to. And then she shares a broken heart emoticon at the end. Oh, man. I mean, this breaks my heart, you know. I don't like hearing about any of my coming out late community members, you know, having a rough go of it. So to recap... She's married for seven years. They've been together for 16. She's got two small children, five and two. Came out to herself as gay about eight months ago. Prior to that, she'd always considered herself being happy all her life. That is, until a lifetime of suppressing and repressing her gay identity from herself. In my humble opinion, she did the right thing and came out to her husband. Her parents? I don't know. That could have waited, perhaps, but... It is what it is, and in my opinion, their opinion, their quote-unquote vote, doesn't really matter, in my opinion. I'm going to share the reactions that she received first, and then add a few reactions myself at the end. So let's see. First person who responded, deep breaths. So I'm assuming, based on what you've said, that separation and divorce are ultimately what you want. Take care of yourself during this time. I think it's important to protect yourself first and keep this in mind as you set goals and move forward. Start with small goals for yourself. As you begin to check things off your list, it will help you to feel less stuck. I would start taking small steps to becoming more financially independent. Finances seem to be a really big issue for a lot of us. Bank accounts with only your name at a separate institution from any joint accounts that you might have together, and ask me how I know. Do you need to go back to school, maybe, for a degree or additional training to achieve a better income? Now's a good time to start. There are a lot of 100% online learning programs available for a wide variety of careers that will allow you to work while you earn credits. I'm doing this, too. Getting a resume together and looking around for more gainful employment, you can at least see what's out there. Consulting with several attorneys is not a bad idea either. A lot of them offer free consultations. It's an empowering feeling to know what you're entitled to in the divorce. Plus, if things get ugly with your husband, and hopefully not, you can already have it in your mind which one you most likely will retain instead of the last-minute scramble to find someone. I would probably not tell your husband about the consults. Remember to protect yourself. Therapy is helpful for you and your husband. 
you will both need a safe space to let out all the difficult emotions as you move through this process. The situation with your kids is tough, especially with little ones. No one has kids knowing that at some point they're going to give up 50% of their custody time with their children. It sucks, but you get through it. When your kids aren't with you, I suggest you cry it out, breathe through it, and stay busy. And eventually, you will come to appreciate the kid-free time. I, I happen to agree with that. It's really hard in the beginning, but you will really come to appreciate the kid-free time. But that's down the road. She goes on to say, stay committed to kindness and give a little grace when needed. This is not just for others. If you and your husband stay amicable and communicate effectively, this can look however you decide and you want it to look. Woo! There is so much in there that is good stuff. Taking care of yourself during this time, protecting yourself. I can't say that enough. Protecting yourself. You don't know how he will end up acting or reacting. You don't know what kind of advice he might get. So it's really important to protect yourself. Definitely start with some small goals. Make a list. It'll help you feel less stuck. Definitely open up a separate bank account with only your name on it. Yeah, go back to school if you need an additional degree or some more credits or a certification. Getting your resume together, consulting with several attorneys. This is all really, really good advice. Therapy, I would suggest, I would throw in there that you try to find a queer therapist. Um, I have some suggestions if you'd like. We have some that are in our community. And yeah, cry it out and breathe through it and stay busy when your kids aren't with you. Oh, wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. And the author writes back, thank you so, so much for your wise words. They mean a hell of a lot and give me so much perspective. And then she, she leaves an emoticon that is a, a full and complete little red heart. Not broken. All right. Another lovely community member responded to her. And, I, and this is cute because she uses the word lovely. Lovely, you are not alone in this. I literally am going through what you are going through right now. I actually left my home that we had been in for six years, as well as leaving a 20-year marriage with three kids. So I can understand all the emotions you're going through, but I realize it would be selfish for me to stay and let the kids see me really unhappy. Now that two weeks have passed since I've been in my own place, my kids are actually better than I could have ever imagined. They keep saying that they are so happy to see me happy, and that makes me sad and happy, realizing that they saw how miserable and suffocated I was. Every day comes with its different feelings and will change constantly. You will feel one way this day and then another way the next day, which is all part of the process, and it's normal. Ooh, that's so true. I want to repeat that. Where is it? Every day comes with its different feelings and will change constantly. You will feel one way this day and then another the next day, and it's all part of the process. It's normal. We are breaking something that we've been in and comfortable in for years. It's okay to feel how you're feeling. I'm here for you if you ever need to talk, text, or message. You are not alone, and we all are here for you through every step. Wow. We certainly are. We certainly are. Beautifully put. The author responds, Thank you so, so much. Reading this gives me hope. I'm so happy to hear you're happy and that your kids are happy to see you happy. What a blessing. So true. 
Okay, we have another community member who reached out to her, and she says, Hi, I can totally relate to all of this. I work part-time and have three children that were aged two, four, and six at my point of complete realization. I know the feelings of hopelessness and despair that come with it. Excellent words of advice and encouragement from the women who shared before me. I, too, am grateful for them. I am still living in the same house and not quite out the other side, but only a few months down the road from where you are now, and I'm already blossoming in ways I would never have imagined. I have a new career, new friends, new interests, and feel more alive than ever. I love that. I love that so much. And, and it's so true. I, I, I feel the same way. You know, I'm blossoming in ways I never would have imagined. I'm building a new career. I have new friends and new interests. And yeah, I feel more alive than I ever have in my entire life. Really well said. She goes on to say, I absolutely agree with focusing on and celebrating very small steps that will eventually lead you to independence. I see other women in our same shoes who do, quote unquote, make it to independence from a point of being a stay-at-home mom who haven't had any employment for over a decade. They show us all that it is possible. We are not trapped. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I was a stay-at-home mom for like decades, decades. So yeah, they do show us that it is possible and that we are not trapped. Identify what small things will help you feel better and move forward at a pace that you can manage. There is no clock ticking. For me, it started with reading lots of lesbian literature, graphic novels, the love letters of Virginia and Vita, Tove Jansen or Janssen, watching queer films, then branching out and making friends in the gay community through meetup apps. I did a lot of drawing and writing to release my feelings, which in turn led to new career directions an exercise for the self-esteem and endorphins. It often feels like two steps forward and one back, but I have grown so much in a short space of time, and I am inching forward to that finish line. You clearly are a loving, wonderful mother. Truly, you will be giving your children a shining example of resilience, ability to pivot and change when things aren't right, and how to pursue a full, happy, and beautiful life, which will come your way, and they will thrive for it. It is just so hard to picture all of that in this moment. I've been there, feeling like the worst mother in the world, struggling with depression, withdrawn, and unable to connect. Seek medical and professional support. Be kind to yourself. Prioritize your well-being like a training Olympian. This is only a temporary pause, and you will reconnect with your kids on an authentic level and not as someone living in the shadows. That will be everything to them. You will come out fighting, stronger than ever, as the lioness that you always were. Wow. Really, really love that. And so one of the other women reading, reading these posts wrote back with quotes, prioritize your well-being like a training Olympian. Absolutely love this. And I so agree. I love that. Prioritize our well-being like we are training Olympians. So true. So true. The author writes back, thank you so, so much. This is only a temporary pause, which is a quote that she wrote, the woman that wrote to her. That's going to give me so much strength that this is only a temporary pause. Wow. Awesome stuff. All right. Let's see. We have another one more response to her 
to her post. She writes, this woman writes, God, reading your post and then reading everyone's responses is so incredibly powerful. To know that we are all struggling in similar ways and to know that we have each other's backs, I feel every word of this post. And I am beyond grateful to all of you for being so vulnerable and brave. We got this, my loves. We truly do. Aw. Woohoo! This is why we join communities and we attend support groups and share our stories. Wow. Woo, what a bunch of support. She never would have gotten this kind of support had she not found the strength, the courage, and the conviction to share her story in this safe space. And likewise, these kind and compassionate women who responded to her never would have been able to offer insight into their own personal journey, their own personal thoughts and experiences had this author not taken the chance to share and be vulnerable. So let this be a lesson. Share and be vulnerable. We all benefit from it. It is in these moments of being vulnerable and sharing our pain and our wins that we can receive support and grow as an individual and as people. The mere act of sharing our stories is an incredible growth experience. Vulnerability will set us free. Absolutely. Wow. That really was an incredible, incredible share. I encourage you to, like I said, get into the support groups and come off camera and unmute yourself and share. It is such a healing experience. It brings us all together and you'll feel better. You, you definitely will feel better. Everybody who comes to these support groups that we do on Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday evenings, always say how glad they were that they came. So, yeah, and, and the same with these Facebook groups. You know, if you're not already a member, join because you get daily input and feedback and you get support like this. I mean, she really felt supported and the comments and, and suggestions and feedback that she got were spot on. I mean, spot on. And they're from women who are maybe just a few steps ahead of her or a few months ahead of her. And, you know, they're able to look back and, and reach out their hand and say, hey, come with me. Follow me. I've been there. I've done that. Unbelievable. Really, really good stuff. Thank you to the author for giving me permission to read this and to the women who responded to your post. Thank you for giving me permission to read your responses. This was one of my favorite posts I've seen in a long time because it shared such good practical advice and, yeah, unbelievably supportive. Speaking of reaching our hand out and pulling, pulling each other along, I, I am so excited to announce that we still have some spots available for our specialty tour, our retreat our inaugural Coming Out Late Firefly Tour in Utah in early October. It is October 9th to the 13th, and we are combining this with the Women Out West Tours. Mary Husky is the owner and founder of that. She is a queer founder, and we are going to do our very own Coming Out Late Firefly Tour out in southern Utah. So, yeah, you can go to www.womenoutwesttours.com forward slash specialty tours and you can find where the uh, coming out late firefly tour is and sign up sign up sign up we have a couple of slots available we're going to be staying in some really really cool yurts and we are going to have some incredible food 
prepared for us, and we're going to go on hikes and really bond and talk about all the things that we need to talk about and get off of our chest. And it's going to be a really great experience. I can't wait. Also, stay tuned. As I hinted at earlier in this episode, there's going to be a new membership subscription community coming out, coming out late community. I'm building that right now in circle.so. And we're going to start off with a few founding members, probably a dozen or so founding members. We'll then open it up to some early bird members. And you'll see this promoted in the Facebook groups and in the support groups. And I'll announce it here on the podcast. So keep an ear out for that. Thank you again for anyone and everyone who has bought me a virtual coffee. I really appreciate it. And I just really want to say be good. Be good, my friends. And if you can't be good, at least be good at it. And you must remember that it is better late than never because it is never too late. If you're looking for your people, your community, and a safe place to learn and get answers to your questions, then come join the conversation. Come join us in our private Facebook group, Coming Out Late, because we all know it's better late than never, and it's never too late.